Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, I'm Jules. Hello, I'm Sarah. And welcome. Welcome to Jules and Sarah, the podcast, where yet again for another week, I am uh, camped out in the car as Operation Renovation is deeply underway. And today... Today, Stuart is sanding the floors in our Peloton room. So if you think that that is podcast <laughs> noise friendly, you've got another thing coming. And yes, Portslough crew, you did hear that right. Jules said our Peloton room. That's right. <laughs> it will be. It will be hopefully one day a nursery. But that road is going to be long for Dutch and I. So uh, for now, yeah. it houses our other baby, the Peloton. Yeah. Now, I mean, I've, I've only seen you in your car for the past, I mean, it feels like a month. Are you actually living in your car, darling? Have you lost the house? Is what's I don't going know if, I don't know if you're. I don't know if you're familiar with the film Lady in the Van, but it's very, very mirroring my existence at the moment. The car is actually quite a, quite a serene place of solace for me. I find solace in the car at the moment. Um, mm, that's, mm. that's what happens when renovations really are underway. We've had all sorts happen this week with Operation Renovation. Um, we had a plumber come and quite literally rip up the lino floor of an ensuite bathroom that we don't use um, and find that the floor is completely soaked. Oh, so we, right. had that, we had that to deal with. And in my brain, Sarah, I was like, this plumber is going to cost an absolute fortune. He's just dropped what he's doing. He's there was all kinds of bolts and all this stuff out. I was like, he's gonna he's gonna be so expensive. Thirty pounds. That's all he charged. Thirty what? pounds just to switch the bolts and sort it all out for us. I was like, oh my god, this is why I left London because things are reasonably <laughs> priced. <laughs> that is. Unbelievable. Do you almost want to say, take more? You should be charging me more for this. Don't worry about it. £30. Make it 130 Honestly, I was expecting. It's so <laughs> funny, isn't it, when you get somebody round to do something, especially last minute. Mm. You get somebody round and then um, and, and you just don't know. The bill, could it be £30? Could it be £3,000? I just don't know. I just don't know you what are literally, you're going to charge me for you know, this. You you find yourself just gripping the kitchen work surface, like bracing, <laughs> bracing for that number. The whole time you're like, I don't even know if this is going to get fixed. I don't know if, you know, am I going to be able to afford to go for lunch tomorrow? Am I going to have to cancel <laughs> these reservations? 
Have we got to cancel every other part of the renovation to pay for this one bit of pipe work? Is that what's going to happen here? And also, it's that galloping feeling that it's already happening. It's out of control. The work's being done. You didn't get to choose. No, there is no control. The snowball has already started falling. It's it's in real free fall. You're like, oh my God, here we go. Um, That's it. The train's left the station. We're on this ride. (laughs) Yeah. But something else that's really really come into fruition this week. Um, So as we're talking about the car, Sarah, you have been in my new car. And to get in it, it's lovely. It is lovely. It's quite high up. And so yes. actually, what's, what's happened? Now, what yeah, I'm I did have about... to, I had to have a bit of a run up, as I remember. A run, I know. Like getting on a horse. <laughs> it, and it really, it is a design fault that they are missing a lady's step. Like that's what they're missing. Just a little mm. step and in. I, I don't know who product developed this, but they obviously were wearing active wear when they were getting in and out of this car. And actually what's yeah. happened, Sarah, and this is the most <laughs> first world thing I've ever said, I've actually torn quite a lot of crotches in my jeans getting in and out oh. of my car. <laughs> I think you need a ramp. I think that's what's happening here. I need, no, I need one of those little Ikea step things, you know, just in I guess. Yes, yeah. Anyway, anyway, Dutch has also seen some tearing within his jeans. <laughs> so. God, this is it's quite extreme. I mean, it's quite it extreme quite to actually extreme. lose. I mean, how tight are your jeans in other well, news? I mean, also, I don't. I think. I think the getting into the car is really. That's just the final stretch. I mean, these are. It's yeah. the crotch within the jeans where your thigh bit rubs constantly. So all jeans get yes. it, but once that's weakened down, and then you go yeah. in to get, and then you mount this thing. Well, good luck yeah. to you. It's so, a weak spot already, isn't it? Are you? Are you tempted to use the hand, you know, you know, the handle that you can pull down? Are you tempted to use that as a sort of to thrust yourself up? It did not even cross my mind. I've been <laughs> using the steering wheel and really hiking <laughs> up. <laughs> like a farmer getting into a land. I wish you could sure. see, though, when I've parked too close to another car in the car park, because you know when you've got to get in and out of a car and the car door is like minuscule width yeah. and you're like, I'm already mm. regretting that bolty from last night. And then you've got to like put, I've got to put one leg forward and grab the wheel and just like pull in in, in a two dimensional <laughs> form. It's such a scene. Anyway, what had happened was Dutch, I said to Dutch, you know, we can't carry on with this. Like, I'm worried that things are going to be falling out. There's small children around us. Like, we need these crotches <laughs> stitching. <laughs> so, so Dutch is like, oh, I've just found on the local Facebook group, there's a woman who lives round the corner who sti- who's, you know, she's a tailor. Great. Perfect. I said, right, we piled all the jeans into a bag, gave Dutch some cash, and off he went. Anyway, he... A, you like, haven't day, seen him since. <laughs> and a day later, a day later, Dutch got a phone call, and he came in and he said, oh, the woman's found a hole in your pocket. Um, do you want that stitching up? I said, absolutely, how kind. Yeah, like, I don't want pound coins falling off down the street, you know, any of this. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> Dutch went to collect. Dutch went to collect the jeans and brought them back that Saturday morning. And he said, "She has asked me to check if the stitch on the pocket is okay." Anyway, he pulled the jeans out the back, and they were purposeful rips on the outside of the jeans. You know, like ripped jeans that you buy, and she'd stitch oh. them all up. <laughs> 
I said, what the hell has gone on here? I was like, she's not even colour matched the thread. I was like, this needs to go back and she needs to unpick this. I was like, that is a New York denim. They have been imported in. <laughs> oh god that's wonderful that is absolutely brilliant she's sewn up your ripped jeans oh my god that is that is absolutely super that's one of the best stories that we've ever had on the podcast so this i was local... like <laughs> I, so the next day I, I sent Dutch back. I was like, you need to oh, go back gosh. and tell her to unpick all of this thread. And like, it needs yeah. to go back to original condition. Anyway, I went to pick them up the next day. She came out. <laughs> she came out. Well, she's a busty woman. And she had she had a dressmaker's <laughs> tape around her neck, which I really enjoy because yeah. you know, she's like, she's like, she's in the mode. That's her, that's her uniform if, for work. If you were going to a murder mystery party... And your your assigned role was local tailor. You would have the tape. You'd know instantly. That's all you'd need to add to your costume. That's yes. all you'd need to add is a tape measure. Pub to club. On top yeah. of yeah, for, yeah, on top of your outfit, and everyone would go. Oh, she that's the seamstress. Anyway, she was, and I'll just describe before you port Luke. Solid busty woman in a jersey knit top. She had a knitted skirt on, which I enjoyed, and half moon spectacles. That's all you need to know. It is. It is the caricature of a seamstress. <laughs> and a clog. She was wearing those leather clogs. You know that Perfect. you're like, who buys that? She buys it. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, she said, well, I got myself in a bit of a mess with these pockets. She went, I didn't know if you'd had a fall. I was like, I didn't have a fall. <laughs> I didn't have a fall, darling. I went to New York. <laughs> 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 yeah, the only place I fell over, sweetie, was Fifth Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Oh, so God, yeah. Anyway, brilliant. she now knows. Absolutely she now brilliant. knows the rules. But it's it. It is oh, every week. Every week is just something new. Something new to contend yeah. with. Oh God! And that. <laughs> Oh my god, it's so good. That is brilliant. Oh love, that is absolutely brilliant. Um anyway, enough about me being given oh being given the tailoring service of Kent. Um <laughs> Oh love. Well, I mean, how how can I I mean, I was all I was going to say was after the podcast, right, at the time of recording, which we are recording this on a Friday morning, very unusual. Very unusual for us. It's all done and dusted normally by now. It's all in your life. But diary, diaries didn't quite match up this week. But straight after this podcast, I'm going out because I am getting my nails done. It's finally the day. The day has come. I'm getting my feet done. I'm getting my nails done. I'm getting a leg wax. I'm getting my eyelashes done. I'm going to be a new penny. By the time Tom's I come not going to recognise you. No, no, I'm going to, when I open the front door, it'll be like stars in their eyes. It, honestly, the lights, the music, the smoke will come through. I'll emerge home. I hope it's when, it, when, it, when it's one of the good transformations from stars yes. in their eyes. <laughs> yes. No, yeah, I won't, I won't come in as Sonia like this. But 
the best thing was, so I booked the appointment. I did it all online, booked the appointment. And I got a phone call and it was this guy. And so the place that I'm going is called Dax. Because of course I haven't been anywhere since we moved because nowhere's been open. So I've really had to yeah. take a punt, right? I've really had to, We're both you know, finding the local trade. That's it. Like, I've just had to put my finger on a map and gone, right, Dax it is. Anyway, Dak himself rang me like this. He's like, hello, is that Sarah? I said, yeah, hi. He said, I was just, I noticed you booked the appointment. Thank you so much. He said, could you come at 11 rather than 12? I said, of course, absolutely. He said, oh, that's really helped us out. Anyway, I said, look, I'm really looking forward to it. I can't wait to get my nails done. And just before he got off the phone, he went, oh, he said, you will leave with more joy in your heart than when you arrived. And I thought, <laughs> great. <laughs> I thought, fantastic. That's just what I'm looking for. That's just what I'm after. <laughs> what a touch. I was like, great. Well, could you throw in an underarm wax as well? <laughs> That's just what I'm looking for, actually. Joy in my heart. That's what I'm needing. Yes, I, I did want... Could I have some more joy in my heart when I leave? Honestly, so I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm going. I'm literally... I'm going in an hour. I love that he said that as you were hanging up the phone, like it was the last thing you heard. A similar thing happened to Dutch this week. So Dutch has actually started having driving lessons. Big, big thing. This is huge big, for Dutch. yeah. Anyway... He got a call. He signed up to this driving instructor ages ago when we first moved here. But obviously, they haven't been able to do driving lessons. Anyway, they rang, they rang Dutch late at night. And they were like, we've had a cancellation. Are you interested? Are you any of this? So Dutch put it on loudspeaker. And he was like, yes, I've, I, I've booked my theory. Yes, I've got my provision. And it was this whole thing. And he was like, they booked him for Monday morning. And as Dutch was about to hang up the phone, she hadn't hung up yet. And she went, and the woman said to her colleague, she went, well, he's keen. <laughs> <laughs> I was crying. We were like, oh, oh my God. God, that's great. Isn't that great? Oh, oh. my God. He's keen. <laughs> well, he's keen. <laughs> Good. Good. That's what you want. You want them to be keen. Oh, my God. Will we do a bit of correspondence? Oh my gosh, let's. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I actually have to say that after my chat about um, gardeners last week, I had three incredible DMs. Um, from Port Salute crew being like, oh, I actually live down the road from you. Um, try this person, try this person. What a touch. What an absolute touch. Yeah, absolutely. I and mean, that is Port Salute crew. That is fly, my pretties fly. If anyone can, if anyone will know, they will know. Also Port Salute crew, I don't know if you can hear the thudding coming from upstairs um, round about now. That's my stepdaughter's thundering about because the quicker they get their room tidy, the quicker they get screen time. So I can't tell you how fast and how thunderous that tidying is right now. I thought it was going to be like me when I was told to tidy my room and I just put eternal on angel of mine and do the steps around the room. (laughs) They're definitely not listening to eternal angel of mine. Um, So this one in the Facebook group is from Leah Volper. And she says, I mean, this is a warning to us all. Beware of little brown moths. The most recent podcast episode reminded me of a moth incident my parents had about a year ago. First, my mum started to notice little brown moths flying around the house. Sounds like the same one Sarah has been seeing. Oh dear, Sarah, I'm glad you sat down. But it seemed like they were harmless. A few weeks later, she was cleaning and moved the coffee table to discover that the moths had eaten a huge hole in a wool rug. To deal with the situation, my dad brought a new vacuum and started vacuuming the rugs every day. At the time, this seemed a little obsessive, but they hadn't seen any moths since. The holes in the rugs, however, are ever-present reminder of these sneaky little moths. (laughs) (gasps) Oh my God. Do you know, and that's in our bedroom. God you need to get that Dyson cordless into. on the hour, every hour yeah. for now. Uh, yeah, I've got to do it on a rotation. That's exactly what I've got yeah. to do. <laughs> um, this has come in from lovely Kayla. And it's Kayla Van Austen. Over the weekend, I bought Port Salut, my first time ever trying it. And I decided it was only right to listen to the new podcast episode whilst eating it. Good news is, I loved it. The cheese and the new episode. I think I've peaked. I love the idea. Let's just picture the scene. Kayla, she gets in, she puts the bags down, she gets the Port Salut out. She thinks, no, no, I'll wait. And she puts together perhaps a little plate, a few crackers, maybe a light chutney. She gets something, something to sip. She sits down. I'm seeing her in a very high-backed leather chair. Um, She sits down. She presses play as she begins to eat her port What a scene. What a scene for 
for Kayla there. Just gorgeous. Just absolutely lovely. Uh, the Portsloo Crew Facebook group, I know we say it every week, but it is the most delicious place to be. And I think both of us have found our news from the north from newses that you have shared this week. So yeah, thanks. thank you so much. Yeah, thanks. Thanks been, for doing that. It's been our job a real mad on the ground week for Sarah yes, and I this it week. Is. Gosh, actually, oh. I think it has been for everyone because, you know, the UK we've had a few barriers lifted and like mad yeah. whippets we have all been leaping out and about as best we see fit at that time for us but even that change in routine is a lot it's a lot yeah. so you know yeah. i'm not sorry that that we are having to record this on friday morning it's been no. a lot okay it yeah that and that is that now how how are sheila and ken getting on now, I mean, while we're talking about it's been a lot and I have been busy, I saw Sheila this week. I saw her. She came. We met in King's Cross. Now, um, I almost missed the train and had to run to the station. Oh, and then the ticket dear. machine wasn't giving me the ticket. I just got on the Hell. train without my ticket. I was like, well, we'll just have to deal with that when I get to King's Cross. Um, luckily, it was all great and I, I managed to get through and they were fine. Anyway, I saw Sheila stood. We have a new meeting place in King's Cross by that random birdcage thing, if any of you know it. And um, yes, <laughs> Sheila was stood. She was stood with a little scarf and her coat all done up, her bag tightly on her shoulder and her hands just one on top of the other in front of her. I was like, oh, my God. I saw her. I burst out crying and I was like, I've missed you. She didn't shed a tear. She was like... <laughs> Hello, darling. I was like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> like she'd just seen you that morning. <laughs> oh, um, hello. You're here, are you? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we kind of like had to take a moment of like being like, oh, we, it's not on screen. We're seeing each other. There was this whole moment of like, yes. oh, my God. Um, You're here. So then we did... We'd, I Port Slew crew, for those of you in and out of London, I can't recommend King's Cross enough. It has got so it's much fabulous. going on. It, yeah, yeah. Sheila said Sheila said it was almost better shopping than Leeds. She was like, I, pff, yeah. I'm not going up there anymore. I've come no. down here. <laughs> King's Cross, I adore King's Cross. I've got a friend, Maria, who came up from Brighton. And I was like, oh, we'll go to King's Cross. We went around all um, Cold Drops Yard, all around yeah. there. She couldn't, I mean, she didn't want to go home. I had to push her on the last train back to Brighton. <laughs> she thought it was fabulous. She said, when can I come up again? It is, it is brilliant, King's Cross. It is so, so good. Um, and so we sat down and had lunch and it was like, it was just so lovely to see her again. She, was, she told me this story that <laughs> I said... Because actually what's happened is they've shortened their time at the equestrian centre. Mum apologised. She said, I'm so sorry if I smell of horse muck. I said, I said you've not been mucking out. <laughs> no, I but like, you'd feel like it would seep in. You'd feel it. I, yeah, I can understand that. I said, Mum, I am surrounded by people and horses. I can't, I can't smell <laughs> I'm it. I'm surrounded even if, by even horse muck. Do. Um, <laughs> So anyway, they they said that they had to um, go and do something official for the house, like sign a few documents of them moving into the new house. Anyway, they got to where they were doing it. And, um, <laughs> the place was a bit small. And mum said that this guy was like, you're going to have to go in that glass room over there. She was like, no, but like, OK. So they sidled into this glass room and sat down <laughs> in this room. There was a telephone. 
And the guy opened the door of this glass room and put his head through and he was like, due to COVID, I can't be in that glass room. It's too small. So what I'm going to do is just go sit in that glass room over there and we'll have to look at each other and do it on the phone. <laughs> like prison. <laughs> so mum said her and dad were sat there. Mum said she felt like she was on a game show. And this other guy went and sat in the other room and phoned the phone dad then picks the phone up and then dad starts trying to put it on speaker and just kept hanging up and this guy was like she said she watched this guy getting very flustered under his mask being like oh what is he doing in there so then this guy this guy and then she said that sheila and ken arguing they were like just mum was like just push that button that says speaker stop hanging up <laughs> so the then PA, anyway the pa and sheila kicked in <laughs> So this guy ended up apparently coming back and went, just push that button there when it answers. <laughs> <laughs> and then she said, she said he had a photocopy of the books of the things that they needed to sign. And he was holding it up to the glass and he was like, sign there, sign there. <laughs> And they were like <laughs> scribbling it down. She said, she said oh what could God. have been done in 10 minutes took an hour. It just took ages of back oh and forth. And back and forth. She was like, it was oh COVID mayhem. It was mayhem. Oh my God, that's hilarious. It, but it's happening up and down the country. Everyone's got to find. I mean, he must have been gutted when he realised that that meeting room that we've used for the last 25 years is now not COVID, it's not COVID safe. Brilliant. It's not past regulations. And <laughs> he so he's got to, to do that. <laughs> he's got to do that day in, day out. to talk through people. He has to talk, press that button. When it answers, press the button. No, you've hung up again. Press the button. He's doing that all day, every day at the moment. All day, every day. Um, <laughs> now, June, June and I... Because obviously, like you said, um, everything's starting to unlock a little bit this week um, with the COVID rules. June's rushed off her feet. June's got garden parties. She's got the, you know, she's counting out her six. She's finding her two households, matching people up, having them round, all that sort of thing. Anyway, so this week, because we didn't have time to catch up, June, you'll really enjoy this, has emailed Okay, June has sent an email with some thoughts for the Well, that's kind of her to take the it's time out very, of her busy schedule to just it's sketch down some memoirs. That is Yes, kind. yes. Thoughts, thoughts from June. This is a missive from June. I have been very worried about Ruby the Labrador, as in the early evening over the past week, she's been very sick. After eating her supper, poor Rubes, I thought it might be that she's keen on eating the rotting compost again. Terrible breath in brackets. Was going to book an appointment to see the vet when I saw the big tub of dog food that we keep in the laundry room was very low. So I went to the shed to get more from the new 15 kilogram bag. I thought, that's funny. It's really gone down, and yet the top was sealed. Then I saw a hole at the bottom of the bag, just large enough for a Labrador to get its snout in. 
So greedy Ruby had been nipping in when the door to the shed was open in the daytime, helping herself to the extra after ripping the bag. We thought it was mice, but it, there was just one big rip rather than li a little mouse snoring. This snacking in a figure of eight from garden to shed meant that by the time she was given her supper, it tipped her over the edge as she was already stuffed to the gunnels and she was sick. <laughs> Very cross as the, each huge bag is £50 and she'd eaten half of it in over, over the last week. The bag usually lasts a month. It's sheer greed. Also note, she didn't think, oh no, thank you, I won't have my supper as I couldn't eat another bite after <laughs> my day's snacking. Happens to us all from time to time. Much love, June. And that is, that's news from June this week, having written in. And if, if ever there was a solidified, a solidified moment that Ruby was a pal woman, that was it. Yes. That was yeah, it. Yeah, there it is. Right there. Right there. <laughs> I, mean, I think I'll just, I think I'll just go and have a snack from that large bag, actually. Oh, I think, <laughs> yeah. oh God, I mustn't. I shouldn't know. I'll just have a few more. Oh, go on. Just, just cut me a slice. Just a little. <laughs> oh, dinner. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true, Labradors, Labradors, and I, I can really relate to this, Labradors don't have the off switch. They just, I mean, they will keep going and going and going, like they really don't. And we turned around once at the old house, mum was unpacking the shopping, and she turned around and Molly, our old Labrador, had, I mean, 12, 12 round cobs. 12 white bread rock got, I mean, just disappeared. June, June thought she'd gone mad. She thought she hadn't bought them. <laughs> it was only when she found the wrapper, gone. Like, phew, just all of these rolls. Well, just... you know the story of our friend Nicola Joss and her Great Dane Maud on Christmas? I Have you heard this? Maud. No, what did she eat? So Nicola had a power cut in her house on Christmas and somehow had managed to get this Calagas stove and she'd had lobster and all the shellfish and she cooked it in this thing outside or whatever. I don't know what happened. Anyway, she Gosh. put, she did all the lobster, How went in to Rick get everyone, Stein. came back in and Maud had eaten the lot. She'd eaten the whole Christmas dinner, all this lobster, <laughs> all the prawns, everything, like in like five seconds flat. And so Nicola had to get fish and chips for Christmas dinner. Oh my God, that's hilarious. She did well to get a chippy. Something out the freezer, perhaps. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Well, my nan, my nan had some steak and left it on the side. This was, I mean, a hundred years ago. And they let, they were all went out for a walk. And when they came back, the dog had eaten all of the steak. And my nan cried and shouted at the dog, it's the trust that's really got me. <laughs> <laughs> It's not the steak, it's the trust. <laughs> this, dog, this dog just looked at her like, I've had the best afternoon of my life. <laughs> oh, it's the trust. Oh, gosh. 
Shall we do a bit of news from the north? Oh, God, this pod is really making me giggle today. It's really making me giggle. It gives and it gives and it gives. I've just got to say a massive thank you to Alex for putting this in the uh, Portslough Facebook group. It's absolutely terrific. Grandad 80 wins Euro Millions Prize after forgetting glasses. Well, what's <laughs> gone on here, I hear you ask? Um, <laughs> An 80-year-old man has bagged more than £100,000 in the Euro Millions after forgetting his glasses and being unable to pick his regular numbers. Dennis Fawcett would normally use family birthdays for his weekly ticket, but as he could not see, he went for a lucky dip instead. (laughs) Mr Fawcett said it turned out to be one of the best decisions ever. He and his wife, Anne, 75, are planning to make um, make over their Derbyshire home and garden with the £116,000 winnings. The pair play the Euro Millions every week and buy their tickets from the cooperative store in Station Road, Hatton. Mr Fawcett Aww. said, I realised I had forgotten my glasses and tried to pick my numbers, but I just couldn't. I went to pay for my papers and I asked the lady behind the counter for a lucky dip. The retired couple matched the five main numbers and one lucky star number on 16th of March. Oh, there's a terrific Good. photo of them really <laughs> opening bubbly like Formula One. Mr Fawcett added... <laughs> Mr Fawcett added, after what happened in the newsagent, I had this funny feeling we were going to win. I said to my wife, Anne, that evening I felt like we were going to win big. The following morning, the new um, bespeckled prize winner could not believe what he was seeing and returned to the newsagents. (laughs) They checked his ticket and told him to call Camelot, which his daughter Sally did on their behalf. Mr Fawcett said, they went they went into shock when they heard the news with Miss, um, Mrs Fawcett stressing uh, there was no dancing or champagne popping, especially with Dennis's bad back. <laughs> Dennis had... <laughs> yeah, she really put the she really put the kibosh on that steady as you go. I mean if you can't if you can't put your back out celebrating winning the lottery, when can you? Well exactly. Um Dennis had a drop of whiskey and I had a small cherish that said <laughs> <laughs> Put that champagne down. We'll just have a small sherry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we then put the lucky winning ticket in the living room cabinet for safekeeping before the people from the National Lottery were able to validate the ticket. When the win was confirmed, we did have a glass or two of fizz. And when this horrible COVID has gone away, it's safe to say we'll have a big family party to celebrate. Mr Fawcett, a retired builder and coal miner, said his vision was to use the winnings for a full garden makeover and as back injury suffered a few years ago, had limited his ability to tend to it himself. He said the spectacular payout would also allow them to buy a new TV. (laughs) Meanwhile, Mrs Fawcett, who previously worked at KP Snacks in Ashby de la Juice, um, Leicestershire, said she was eyeing up a new electric cooker and foam mattress. Don't buy a foam mattress, you'll regret it, love. However, the pair who have (laughs) two daughters, two grandsons and a granddaughter said most of the winnings would go to their family. We can treat ourselves to a few nice things, but most importantly, give it to the family, she said. We've had our time, it's theirs now. This money will help them more than us. Which I would be interested to see how much they get after Mr Fawcett has done his garden over. Because I feel like Mr Fawcett's got big plans. Big plans for that garden. I think I'm seeing a ride on um, lawnmower. At the very least, I'm seeing him invest in that. Oh, I'm seeing some sort of elaborate rockery coming to shape. Yes, 
Uh, without question. You know, like, and a bit of a crib swimming pool with waterfall. Yeah. <laughs> yes, with the lights underneath. Yes, yeah, the whole sure. kitten caboodle. Yeah, fabulous. Um, now, my news from the north has, if you've been in the Portsley Cruise Facebook group, I mean, it's been shared numerous times. Jules and I actually both chose it for today, and Jules very kindly said, no, no, you have it. And so let's just all enjoy once again this fabulous headline. Mysterious headless beast spotted in a tree turns out to be a croissant after terrified locals in Poland called for help. Polish animal welfare officers were left baffled after being called out about a dangerous looking animal, which turned out to be a croissant. The Krakow Animal Welfare Society said in a Facebook post on Wednesday that the organisation had received a desperate call from a resident in the southern Polish city about a creature lurking in a tree. It's been sitting in a tree across the house for two days. People aren't opening their windows because they're afraid it will go into their house, the caller was reported as saying, adding that the mysterious beast was brown. Whilst animal welfare workers suggested it could be a bird of prey, the caller said it looked more like an iguana, but she couldn't remember the lizard's name and initially called it a lagoon, potentially adding to the confusion. Inspectors visited the area, concerned that a reptile may not survive in the cool spring temperatures. They eventually spotted something in a lilac tree, noting it had no legs or a head. We already knew that we could not help this creature. The mysterious lagoon turned out to be a croissant, the society wrote on Facebook. It said it hoped that the bizarre incident, which it believed was genuine, would not discourage others from reporting their animal welfare concerns. The society has gotten calls about abandoned cats, dogs and even fish. And just, I mean, everything, every inch of that, the caller ringing up, not forgetting the word for iguana, calling it a lagoon, them thinking it was a bird of prey, then it's a reptile, and the whole time it's a croissant. I'm very interested to know how the croissant came to be in the tree. That's, I feel like, the mystery that hasn't been uncovered here. And was it buttered? Like, was this yeah. an accessorised <laughs> <Yeah>. croissant? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, it's a funny thing, because on the picture, the picture's very funny. The picture, the picture is, is so funny. Because <laughs> it obviously is a croissant, but you can see. I mean, people closing their windows because they were scared of it coming in. Just amazing. Um, Jules, would you like a hypothetical question? Yes, absolutely. Hypothetically, Jules, if you could get a ticket to any show or event past or present, what would you want a ticket to? Ooh. It's tickets. tricky. Tickets. Um, <laughs> now, things that I wish I'd... Because there are a lot of times, Sarah, I think I'm just born in the wrong era. I'm born in the wrong era. Um, like, I wish that I'd have been able to go to Woodstock. I think I'd have absolutely oh, loved... Yeah. A Woodstock festival. You can see me now with the little, the little round glasses, the tie-dye flares, just seeing mad things with my eyes. Terrible, ter terrible <laughs> toilet situation, though. Absolutely. 
Um, and then what else would I have liked to have seen? Um, I don't know. I think I'm just going to say Woodstock. I did think of something else. And maybe like some gorgeous little intimate gig with Joni Mitchell in New York, you know? Yeah, sure. Yeah, stumbled upon. Mm. Just a little clinky clink. And then the next thing I know, I'm on the tour bus. That's how it used yeah. to go. That's how it yeah, used to that's go. A, that's exactly how, and And that would be your career then. You could just hang out with Joni Mitchell. That would be, you know, you could do interviews. You could eventually write a book, My Life with Joni. Yeah, just and just creating just gorgeous sketches, you know, just sketching the moments, just just taking to textures and tones and colours yeah. and uh, yes. expressions and really, really just moving in that time, actually. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I yeah. think that's my answer. That's And I, I feel like I've really channeled part of my inner yeah. being into that. Answer. I really enjoyed it. I saw you do it. I watched you do it. <laughs> Fabulous. Oh, my gosh. Portsley crew. Listen, we adore you. Absolutely. We just adore adore you for listening thank you so much for being here god and sorry it's been late this week's apologies uh, for the lateness but they're not apologies because as jules said earlier it's been a week um you can write to us we had in fact the port I, I i do trust that they are still directing the post from the po box but please do write to us please do write to us the address is the portsloo crew hq po box Six six seven four seven, London. NW five nine GH, and we do always finish on Jules's word or affirmation of the week. What have you gone for? Uh, it's an affirmation, and oh, it's quite profound. You will always know how healthy a connection is for you by how you feel after interactions, not just in the sweet moments, but in the rough too. Energy lingers, mm. but it also never lies. Oh, very nice. It does linger. It does linger. Energy we lingers absolutely... and it doesn't lie. <laughs> we adore you for listening and we will see you next time. Bye. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.